Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hi everyone, and welcome to Parent Talk, broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. We're here to inform, educate, and support parents from the early years and beyond. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle, and I have with me today my co-host, Heather Fox. Hi everyone. Today via telephone, all the way from London, England, we are welcoming Sue Atkins. Sue is a parenting expert, author, broadcaster, consultant, speaker, and of course a mom of two beautiful kids. Hi, Sue. Hello, greetings. Yes. So today we are talking about ways to build our child's self-esteem, which is so important. So how can we, as parents, help to build our child's self-esteem? Well, I always say that children spell love, T-I-M-E. We need to stop and play and talk and listen and enjoy our children. You know, we're so busy rushing around. In fact, I say to the parents I work with, think of it with ing activities, I-N-G. So you've got, you know, footballing, cycling, jumping, singing, chatting, playing, whatever those I-N-G verbs end in. That then will build up your child's self-esteem because you're spending time with them and you're not just nagging them and, you know, telling them to brush their teeth and eat their broccoli. So one great place is to spend time with them. Wonderful. So, Sue, is there anything we should avoid that may impact our child's self-esteem? Well, yes, the way we speak to our children with our tone of voice, with our body language, the the words we use have great power. So we need to be mindful. Um, We need to sometimes, I have an exercise on my MP3s where I explain that you have to press your pause button sometimes because kids know how to wind you up. They're full of excitement and energy. So sometimes it's a good idea to imagine you have a remote control like you do when you're zapping your, you know, when you're watching Netflix or something. You just press the pause button. And then I get my clients and parents to take a physical step back because that just detaches you sometimes from the moment when you're going to say something in anger or you're going to say something unkind. And it just gives you that moment to pause to ponder what you're going to say because the words you use, as I said before, can really damage a child's self-esteem. Sometimes you do it unintentionally, of course, but if we can be more mindful and be more present, then we will be you know, building our children up, not knocking them down. Mm-hmm. One of the tip I have myself is I call it take a conscious breath. Sometimes just taking a big, yes. deep, conscious breath. It helps me recenter myself, calm myself down, and just a breath can do it. Is it something you do, Sue, too? It is. I call it the one point when, with my clients. It's where you take your energy down towards the, you know, your tummy button, just below it. And you get your feet grounded and you imagine you've got the roots of a tree coming out through your feet. You take your shoulders back, you breathe deeply, and that is another thing that you've suggested that just kind of takes you down into a more grounded place. And then you can, from here, 
think about what you're going to say or what you're going to do. And it just gives you that space. I love that. Another thing I like to do is I look at my children in the eyes and I smile. And often it takes all this busyness away in your head. And I don't know if you have a, a concept behind this, Sue, that you explain to your clients, something like that. Well, I have something similar, certainly when I'm talking to parents of teenagers sometimes, to just take your hand and put it over your heart, take a breath, and like you say, look at your child you know, in the eye and remember why you love them. I mean, even when they're pressing all the buttons, winding you up, saying all sorts of stuff. But if you come from this place in your heart and sometimes you turn to your child, so your heart to heart, it just reminds you of what you're doing. You're doing something incredibly important. You're raising the next generation of happy, confident adults who go on to be happy, confident, and wonderful parents. You have a ripple in a positive pond. So just that moment of putting your hand over your heart and then you feel you're looking into your child's eyes and talking to their heart can actually just shift the energy a little bit. I'm talking about self-esteem. It's reminding me a little bit of a couple of um, moments actually from my childhood and where it was unfortunately my mom that said a couple of things to me that stuck with me to this day. And they weren't coming out of an anger. They were coming out of her kind of lack in confidence. And she was almost trying to protect me. And so I remember I was going for a job interview and she's like, I don't know why you're going. You're not going to get the job. Um, you're too young. You know, like, you know, kind of all this negative talk and it like really hit me hard. But at the same time, I was like, no, I'm going to do this. My dad was like, why are you saying all this? But it's funny. I can remember that moment. She like decided to say I didn't, I wasn't wearing the right thing. Like everything was negative, negative, negative. It really did have an impact on me. And that usually is that, you know, your parent is trying to protect mm -hmm. you and they think that by kind of pre-warning you or, you know, taking, taking the sting out of your excitement perhaps right. is going to help you. But actually, you know, your pe the parent's voice that goes inside a child's head over and over again becomes the child's inner voice. So that's why I'm so keen on positive parenting. And that's why I often, you know, I mostly work with parents, because if you have confidence, if you are speaking positively, then, of course, your child will, that mindset will pick up that way of thinking. And I encourage people to praise their children and encourage them. Again, you know, a balance between just praising them randomly be very specific in what you're praising them to encourage them because I, I i talk about the four c's in in my work the crucial c's and the first one is connection children long for connection with you with each other with their brothers and sisters with the family with their school with the community they want to feel capable and competent They want to feel that they count, that they're significant, that they matter. And then they need courage. In a busy, hectic world, they need courage to fail, courage to make mistakes. And they need you to be there to encourage them. Ask them what did they learn from a mistake. Because it's not the end of the world to make a mistake. We all make loads of mistakes. <laughs> but it's what we learn from each mistake that means we move forward in our lives. And you never stop learning. So it's about encouraging a child. And often when a child kicks off or is 
rude or has a tantrum or storms off, it's because they don't feel one of those crucial C's somewhere. So I encourage the parents I work with to try and work out which of those four crucial C's is missing, and then it often gives you a solution to helping you connect again with your child. One thing that I'm planning to do with my children and I'd like to share here is I'm going to let my child catch myself once in a while, me bragging about them. You know, when you talk with your friend or your yeah. mom's friends and say something and they, you know they catch you, I think it yeah. creates such a, they, they will be so proud about it, you know, I think it's something I'm planning myself. They love to overhear you. So if you're talking to grandma or you're speaking to someone on the phone or their dad or their mum or whatever, you know, if you do it with sincerity, you've got to be authentic. It's not pretense. It is really sincere. Then you are right. A child will blossom, will bloom and will thrive when they feel that they, you know, they have been noticed and it has been specific and you're telling someone else how wonderful they are and what they've been doing and how happy they are, you know, you, you are with them. And that really is a wonderful thing to, you know, they catch you talking to somebody else. It's very important. Yeah. So if we ourselves have a low self-esteem, what do you recommend we start with? Well, I think that's really interesting. Many years ago when I was working with a mother, she rang me up. She was living in Northern Ireland, I remember, and she was talking about her daughter. She was ringing up to inquire about how I could help her daughter. And then it dawned on me there and then many years ago, she was the one that lacked the confidence. And if you haven't got confidence, you can't pass it on. So I worked with her confidence, actually, to empower her, to build up her things that she got right, things that she was enjoying in her parenting. And because, of course, it comes back down through the generations. Her mother didn't, you know, was very critical of her. So she grew up to be quite critical of herself and had low self-esteem and therefore was trying to break the pattern with her own eight-year-old daughter. So it's about nurturing yourself as well, noticing what you get right. And it's not just in your parenting. Self-esteem is a constant muscle that you need to work on throughout your life, really. But it's through reading books. It's through becoming more competent and competent with things that you do and and building it up slowly so that you are then able to pass on confidence and a sense of well-being around yourself to your child. Sue has a great parenting podcast too. You can find it everywhere. It's it's everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play. And Sue, we can find you on a panel of experts too, but where else can we find you? Well, I have written a great many MP3 downloads from sibling rivalry, from toddlers to tantrums to teenagers. I have e-courses and webinars. I have a club all on thesueatkins.com. So if you go over to thesueatkins.com, there's a wealth of articles on there. There's e-courses, webinars if you join my club uh, because I'm passionate about parenting. It's not finger-pointing or judging. It's about a helping hand. I mean, I've raised two children myself. I know how tough it can be, how tiring it can be, but how joyous it can be. But children also, you know, you worry about sleep. I've done some webinars on sleep, on potty training, on self-esteem, on all sorts of things. And, and I help families going through a divorce as well because that can be an enormously stressful time in people's lives. So, yeah, there's a wealth of resources over there on the sueatkins.com. Well, thank you, Sue, because of what you do. This is so important for a parent 
for a family to have those resources out there. And this is uh, very important what you do, definitely. Well, thank you. I'm very passionate about helping families raise happy, confident, resilient children who go on to be great teenagers, who go on to be great you know, adults, who then go on, as I said, to be absolutely great parents. It's a wonderful, virtuous circle, I hope, to be able to be helpful in, you know, when when people are raising their children, because it's not easy all the time. No, it's not. It's not. So, Sue, are you ready for a conversation card? Okay, let's go. Awesome. (laughs) It's time for a conversation card. Every week we like to play a game. Not only for fun, but to get to know our guests a little more, too. Nobody knows what the mystery card might ask. Sometimes silly and sometimes serious. Let's find out what it will be this week. Heather, can you please pick a card and read it to us? All right, everybody. So today's question, what's the hardest thing you have ever done? The hardest thing I have ever done is to create a comprehensive website (laughs) that makes it easy to navigate so people can find the work I have done because I've been doing this work for about 13 years and all the technology keeps changing. So I have to keep relearning stuff. So I have found that to be quite a challenge. But hey, I'm up for a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) And for you, Heather? Um, I would probably have to say going through the birth of my son um, because it ended up being something that also brought up some past trauma and um, I ended up with complications and I felt quite defeated when I wasn't able to have my body do what it needed to do when I needed to do something for my son, like give birth. (laughs) So um, yeah, so it was very emotionally draining and physically hard and so yeah, so at this point, it's probably the hardest thing I've done at this moment. And for me, it's learning English. <laughs> when I moved here, when I moved to Vancouver all across from Quebec, I didn't speak a word of English. And it doesn't matter how charming you are. If you don't speak, you don't have any friends. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes today's episode. I want to thank you, Sue and Heather, for taking the time to be here and for your contribution into other parents' lives because you're helping us be the best parents we can be. Well, it's my pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the Contact Us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Or you can subscribe directly to this podcast on our website so you don't miss an episode of Parent Talk. If you have a minute, please review us on Apple Podcasts or on any platform that you like. We want to know what you think. Remember, there's nothing more powerful than feeling supported by a community of parents and sharing your thoughts, ideas, and experiences. Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And have a great week. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.